Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, Marcus Stroman and Brian Cashman, men defenses. Of course, Stroman signing here, but then we get a little more color on the whole little back and forth they had a couple of years ago. And again, this was with Marcus Stroman's now, what they do with every player, now a Zoom press conference, which we're just uh, floating into the laziness of, you know, I guess uh, of the work from home life from COVID a couple of years ago. But nevertheless, uh, Stroman with his Zoom press conference. So kind of just dive in that a little bit. Plus, you can make a couple of small ticky-tack moves. And of course, for you fans that just go to the games just to get some Yankee gear. If you love your bobbleheads and your your jerseys and your, your towels and your hats, we got the, they they announced the schedule of when they give stuff away. So I'll kind of share that with you. But before we get started, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. So if you're listening for the first time or your longtime listener still haven't subscribed, make sure you do that as well as go over to the YouTube channel Section 420 Talking Yankees. Uh, there's some content as well. Drop the latest episode on Wednesday the 17th. So if you missed it, you want to go back and that's kind of my full um, breakdown of the you know Stroman signing and you know, all the, the backdrop to it, sort of his little history bio, and kind of my reaction to the deal. Again, I think it's a positive one just because it's only a two-year deal, uh, but nevertheless, you can go back and check that out and subscribe as well. So, you know, we see what the Yankees are doing now, again, just rolling these players out on Zoom press conferences instead of the, you know, the good old days of having the, the you know, the media room there, and you have all the announcements, and the player puts on the Yankee jersey for the first time, and you, know, you have the, the cameras clicking and flashing, and then, of course, you have all, you know, the player gives a few words, and then, of course, they make the rounds on WFAN, ESPN Radio, uh, CBS, all the sports, you know, uh, NBC there, and it's like a whole daily event. Now it's just sort of like a 10-minute Zoom conference, which is like kind of eh. And like it looks like some of these players are like, you know, they just show up in their regular street clothes and they're doing it off their phone or a laptop and there's like a, you know, a weird wall behind them or a closet that's like half open. So, you know, you talk about some great Yankee legacies of, you know, Mickey Mantle, Joe DiMaggio, Reggie Jackson, Don Mattingly, um, you know, even the Giambi and the A-Rod press conferences. And then you got these Zoom meetings, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really, it's really quite a drop off, but nevertheless, obviously it saves time and you don't want people gathering, hey, you still have COVID out there, you know, and plus it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a two-year deal. Again, if this is Yamamoto, you're definitely getting a press conference in person with all the bells and whistles, two-year deal for Stroman, eh, we'll do a Zoom, so... Um, I didn't really take away from it. I guess, you know, he kind of dug a little deeper into the whole Cashman-Stroman feud. And then again, I did, you know, mention this on the YouTube episode that, okay, what happened back in 2019, the Yankees were potentially looking to trade for Stroman. That's when he was with the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, but Cashman kind of made the statement that we're not going to trade for a guy who's probably just going to be in the bullpen for a postseason. And so Stroman took the exception to that. He kind of fired back and said, other than Garrett Cole, there's no one you would look at, at in the Yankee rotation that's still going to be in baseball for the next, you know, five to seven years there. So, you know, they kind of been going back and forth a little bit now. seemed like the whole thing was misunderstanding. But Cashman view was that Toronto wanted what he called a king's ransom for Stroman. So Cashman's thought process was, look, I'm not going to give up a boatload of prospects just for a guy who's maybe not going to be in the starting rotation if we get into the postseason. So if that's what he meant that end, I kind of understand what he means a little bit there. Uh, but nevertheless, it looks like the both sides have kind of put it aside and kind of they laughed it off, and that's supposedly all behind them. So I guess it's good for them to be uh, moving on there. Again, Stroman ultimately got traded to the Mets. And Stroman's kind of been making the rounds a little bit. He was also at the Nick game, got on the Jumbotron. Uh, he also says, you know, maybe he's misunderstood a little bit. And then he, he feels once he plays here and fans see, you know, how he really is in person and playing, they'll feel a little different about him. So, again, so far so good, saying all the right things. Uh, you know, good to patch things up with Cashman there. Uh, and in addition to not only meeting with Boone, actually, it seems like Boone actually went to his house as they were kind of courting him. And he also had conversations with uh, Rizzo, Judge, uh, Cole. So, you know, got the full welcoming wagon there uh, trying to bring him along here. So that's with Strowman. So we'll just see how it all works out. Again, it's only a two-year deal. For that, I think it's okay. 
should be all right here again as long as he doesn't you know come a headache and getting to fights with fans on twitter and stuff like that hopefully it all works out again i don't think he's intimidated by new york obviously he's a native new yorker he's pitched for the mets he's pitched for the cubs i don't think he'll fold from a big stage you just got to see if, if he has three or four bad starts in a row and the press starts getting on him and starts getting groans from the fans in the audience in the crowd there you know is he going to start to so to buckle a little bit. So that remains to be seen. But again, so far, so good. And talking about some other Yankee pitchers, and I kind of mentioned this would happen. Uh, looks like both Carlos Rendon and Nesta Cortez have reported early, uh, you know, to start working out in the Tampa complex. February 14th is when pitches and catches have to report. And then full position plays on February 20th. But as I mentioned, a lot of times you see players go down there a little bit early, especially situations like Rendon and Nesta, two pitches that did not have a good 2023 season performance and mainly health-wise. With Nesta, was all health, not really performance. Now, Nesta was really never healthy the whole season. Rendon, he also had some health issues, but also some head issues as well there. So good to see that both of them down there working out. Uh, news is actually Rendon is looking good. So knock, knock on wood there. Again, he needs a good bounce back here. Uh, so and again, the rest of the pitches and catches report uh, slowly but surely. But again, don't be surprised if you see some other players start to report down there a little bit early. Now, Cashman also made a move, kind of his uh, Dollar Tree bargain basement moves he's been doing, signing a utility infielder, Jose Rojas. Uh, to a minor league deal, so it's $108,000, but if he makes a major league team, it could become a $750,000 contract, but still, other than Stroman, the Yankees really haven't spent too much money on the major league roster, again, these have all been like minor league deals, and, uh, you know, pickups, and trades, and guys off waivers, you know, it's kind of a little bit of a little tic-tac move, so, um, this guy is 30 years old, um, he's a, obviously the reason he's a utility guy, so he could place, he could play second, he could play third, he could actually play some right field. So this is again Cashman kind of always looking for another I, I, Isaiah kind of Falefa. Um, you know, G, the Yankees already have some guys like this again, such as Jeter Downs. So again, this seems Cashman's collecting a bunch of these utility type guys to be the next IKF. Hitting wise, not much of that. Now he spent last season in the Korean League, only hit like 253. And then if you go back his time with the Angels, uh, 2021 and 2022 uh, combined, only hit a whopping. 0.188 there so not much of the bad I guess yeah, this is a glove guy for cashman gonna be a, a minor league invite probably doesn't make the team who knows what happens at some point maybe gets dropped but nevertheless i don't know just again it's a low risk guy you're only paying one hundred eighty thousand dollars, so why not bring him in here uh so that's that um so and also i mentioned at the top you know the yankees announced their their full um schedule for giving out all the toys so i'll share that with you so it looks at on april 20th we get the judge um, 62 home run bobblehead. I mean, I guess a year late with that one. Uh, May 4th, may the 4th be with you. I mean, they, they beat the hell out of that to death. Uh, that will be the Garrett Cole Star Wars bobblehead. Uh, May 17th, you get the uh, quote-unquote hockey jersey. Remember the Yankees this last season, I think they had like a Yankee jersey with the Brooklyn Nets colors, and I think the Mets, obviously, since they're uh, yellow and blue, they did, kind of did it with the, the Mets colors there. So uh, you, got, you got that. Um, that's May 17th. I hate this. July 3rd, fireworks night. I mean, it's so low. It's so Bush League. I mean, the New York Yankee organization should not be shooting off fireworks to get fans to the stadium. I know it's cool and stuff like that, but that's like, that's for like the Pittsburgh Pirates. That's for like, the, like you know, before the Oakland A's folded. I mean, those are for like the Bush League teams that are desperate to get fans to come to the stadium. Yankee Stadium should not need fireworks night to get fans to the stand. So that's just real low, bro. That's the game against the Cincinnati Reds. And then a little more love for Garrett Cole on July 19th. That's the Cole Cy Young bobblehead. So this season we'll celebrate the Judge 62 bobblehead. And then you get the Cole Cy Young bobblehead there. Uh, this is kind of cute here. August 11th, Volpe. Gold glove bobblehead, and of course, Volpe wearing number 11 on his back, 
August 11th, haha, there. So, you know, that's what they did that one. So, three bobbleheads going out there. Uh, August 24th is the Old Timers Day, which isn't an Old Timers Day anymore. It's basically a giant uh, photo op where just a bunch of people get on the field, take a pitch, and then the regular guys play. Again, we want it, we want the good old days, or at least the old timers playing at least three innings there. I mean, come on. Uh, you know, let's, let's get back to that. And the last but not least, we have August 30th, the football jersey. So, you know, last season was just the basketball jersey. Looks like so now this season they're doing the football jersey. Uh, you got the hockey jersey. So if you're into that stuff, you'd like to be the first 10,000, whatever, you're the first online there at 5, 5 o'clock, 5.30 to get in there. Uh, you got to get it there early. Again, they're only usually they go out after like 10,000 or something like that. And then uh, from there, you, you're um, out of luck, as they say. Um, so that's the news. So Strowman kind of... Giving his uh, press conference there, all positives, uh, buried the hatchet with the cashman, and, uh, you know, Carlos Rodon maybe lost a couple of pounds. We'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.